Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, a.k.a. Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that goes around stealing hubcaps, codename Legion Cub. (laughs) And we are all here to talk about G.I. Joe. Uh, Please follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, And before we, we get any further, we have to acknowledge that today is a very special day. It is Mr. Larry Hama's. 72nd birthday and uh, in celebration I, I guys i think we got to do it i think it's time <clears throat> happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you happy, happy birthday, birthday to you, you. happy, happy birthday, birthday larry mama happy Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Well, that's good. That, that was and all we out just of lost all that our subscribers. Worst. <laughs> I think I, that it's low bandwidth, guys. It's low bandwidth. That wasn't our fault. We were all in perfect three part harmony. It was like it was like a barbershop quartet, but the bandwidth just wasn't there. So minus one person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was a barbershop <laughs> tri- triplet. Triplet. Tri- yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Trio. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we've well also happy birthday to us because we've been doing this for a year now yeah yes. one uh, year old we made the move to anchor with last month's episode you can find all of our previous episodes there including the zero episode uh and our special edition episodes or special mission episodes rather uh, but this is the official episode 12, but we've actually got, I think, about 15 now uh, total. But thank you guys for listening. And if there is a platform that you, we were on before that we're not on now, please hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible and let us know. Because I've been, I've been trying to make sure that everything gets out there. But I've got a lot of podcasts I'm handling right now. So uh, let us know if there's somewhere you want to hear us that you can't hear us. Uh, all right, so real quick, I want to cover, we all know I've been rebuilding uh, my G.I. Joe collection from when I was a kid. I got, I mentioned these a couple of months ago, Display Joe Figures on Facebook does custom display stands for your G.I. Joe figures. Uh, these are 3D printed and hand paint detailed, uh, and they're beautiful. They arrived, I got them for my Special Mission Brazil set. He made a brand new stand just for the cassette that goes with Special Mission Brazil. And these are incredible. Uh, The wait list was about three months because he's that good and that backed up. But it's Display Joe Figures on Facebook. Go check that out. Uh, And, you know, maybe you'll be compelled to put your entire collection on them. But for me, it's just going to be special pieces here and there. But I'm already back on the wait list because I want stands for my mail away lifeline and my mail away Duke. Now I sent you guys a picture of these things. What, what did you think? Fantastic. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It looks really great. Uh, and I actually have noticed a few other people. He must've just gotten a bunch of them pushed out recently because I saw a few other uh, people in Joe groups on Facebook displaying their recently acquired ones too. So I, it looks like he, he finally was able to get a bunch of product out, but yeah, they, they look great. I'm now thinking about uh, some of my figures that might look good on those particular stands. 
they they just up because that obviously that Brazil set is a very special set, and it it just ups the presentation so much because these things look incredible and you can connect them together. They come with uh, little tabs that you can slot them together uh, oh, and, cool. and create what. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're unbelievable. There's even a spot in the top where you can put in LED lighting. Uh, there's a there's a notch on the back in the top where the wiring can go in uh, it's they're, they're unbelievable they're fantastic uh other things that have come i've started using mercari have you guys hit that yet i have not i i did some searching on it but i have not made any purchases yet uh i've made three purchases so far all of them have been fantastic the shipping has been really fast i don't know why people on mercari would be faster at shipping than people on ebay but i'm talking about I buy something and it's here in a few days, like not the three days to wait for it to ship nine days for it to get lost by UPS mm -hmm. and then found again. Uh, the, the shipping oddly seems faster. I don't know why that would be, uh, but the, the stuff has been fantastic. Uh, very high quality, great shipper communication. I've been very happy with the platform, uh, which speaking of the tactical battle platform is one of the things that I got, uh, and I also got a pristine flak that included the labels that had not been applied. So they're still on the sheet, uh, not in the best shape. So I just ordered a set from Toy Hacks. I'm going to put them on there. But with that, the only thing I'm missing from my 1982 collection is the vamp. I need a vamp. That's it. And the Missile Command nice. Headquarters. I'm not going to bother with that one. <laughs> two, re two reasons I'm not going to bother with that. One, I didn't have it when I was a kid. That's true. Which is not stopping me from buying a lot of other stuff, but we're not going to go there tonight. Uh, and two, I've got the San Diego Comic-Con one that they put out. There you go. So there have been a lot of instances where if I have a modern version of something and it's, it's pretty much just a reproduction, then there's i either don't need the original or there's less urgency to get the original but that segues into my next bit where this weekend i went to a big toy swap in atlanta uh the the sort of atlanta toy collective six times a year they do a big toy swap in powder springs georgia and i had never been before a friend of the show kelly told me like you got to get out here you got to check this thing out and Second Chance Toys, which is an amazing toy shop uh, out in that area. Uh, we were like, you know what? We can do two toy spots in one day. Let's do it. The whole family went out there. Uh, but first at the toy swap, a guy, really nice guy out there. He had a water moccasin, a stun, and uh, oh gosh, what the heck is the other thing? Oh, uh, a wolf, a cobra wolf. All in very very good prices in okay shape and got them home cleaned them up and they're actually in better shape than i thought um the water moccasin was just really grime not even grimy but like dirt like i rinsed it and it was beautiful like it was it wasn't that caked in gunk that old vehicles have sometimes it was just a thick layer of dust rinsed it off the only thing it's missing is the little sled on the bottom mm. Uh, and then the copperhead was pretty beat up, but I've got two copperheads already, so I didn't care about that. But here's something that blew my mind, and you guys may know this. I don't know. I thought that the water moccasin that came out, uh, it, it would have been late 90s probably, 
same it's the it's the only one that they've done that's a reproduction that's in the same colors and copperhead it's 20 well no it, it was uh 2000 i'm, I'm crazy it's 2007 because it was part of the 25th anniversary collection because it's it came with a 25th anniversary style copperhead uh but all the all the colors are the same it's a new mold the 25th anniversary one's completely different i have for years thought it was just the same as the original and when i got to my shelves and i looked i was like wait a minute the the window's different are the front and the whole thing is different same shape same basic shape but completely different tooling i was blown away I, i didn't know that until the other day wow uh, but all this stuff cleaned up really well. I had a fantastic time. I got some great deals at Second Chance Toys, and uh, my, you know, the the Vintage Joe collection continues. <laughs> For you guys, have you got anything new, or is there stuff that sort of caught your eye that you're really thinking hard about right now? Thinking, thinking, thinking. I have gotten in a few pieces uh, for some more customizing work. That I want to do, um, but I am learning that color matching skin tones on different figures Ooh. is a lot trickier than I expected. So I'm still holding off on, on saying anything yeah, because yeah. it just might end up being scrapped all all together. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, learning how to take apart figures has been a lot of fun. Because they're not the the twenty fifth anniversary ones are not as easy as the the vintage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to they actually, actually glue the, the seams, right? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you got to crack it. Soak Oof. them in some hot water and yep. yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah, um, I've not customizing the twenty fifth ones, but I have I have a couple that I were starting to pry open, and I saw how that how that construction is a lot different. So you mentioned this matching up the skin tones is difficult. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago where you don't realize it until you've got stuff in hand, but especially with vintage toys, everything ages differently. Mm -hmm. So there are like 27 different shades of whale and you can't just get parts and think that they're going to match what you have. And this is what I've run into with this wolf that I got because I need, uh, it came with one torpedo. I need another one. And I realized I can't just get another one because the chances of it being <laughs> aged in the same way are so slim. So I've just, I've just got to buy two torpedo, like a set of two that, you know, you see the actual picture of the product. It, it, it's, and that stuff is fun to me. I'm actually enjoying, like, I, I don't necessarily want pristine, perfect vehicles, I want my, my baseline is what would mine look like that I had when I was a kid, if I still had it now. Yeah. Like that, that's kind of what I'm looking at. And, and if I can restore it to that point, cause I don't mm. want to just get it and stick it on the shelf and be like, all right, I'm done. I like cleaning it up and, you know, taking parts off and getting new unbroken parts, whatever the process of not not major restoration but minor restoration neatening it up is very enjoyable part of of the vintage collecting and who would have thought that you know when we were younger but (laughs) i I can't agree with you more i i get stuff in 
And I'm like, all right, it's it's time to make the tub of warm, soapy water and let's get to it. And I think I'd mentioned to you guys in the in chat recently about acquiring. I just kind of went on some eBay hunts a few weeks back and wound up adding a few pieces to my collection I never had. I got a Coastal Defender. I got the Air Defense, some of the smaller sets like that, the Hydro Sled. Uh, and um, what else did I pick up? Um uh, yeah, I mentioned I got an assortment of pack rats for yes. a pretty good price. I think there's a few little parts missing. I know that the um, the the remote controls are missing on all of them, but that's not really that big of a deal for display. Um, they're they're a lot smaller than I ever remember them being because I never owned them as a kid. I think some of my friends had them and I mm. played with them, but it's like wow, you just you you don't realize because your hands are much smaller when you're 10, yeah. 11 years old uh, than they are now that uh, they, they were just they're tiny little things, but they're cool. They're um, in the process of reworking all my display stuff right now, but I'm, I'm looking forward to having all that stuff up um, on my shelves here soon. I think the air defense is highly underappreciated. Well, At Dave, you it. said it was the worst thing ever. And I, I was like, said, okay, I have to retract that because I have since seen a picture of it beside, I don't remember what the other item was. And I was like, HQ. that thing is way bigger than i thought it was yeah it looks amazing on shows and nobody really ever talks about it I, you know it, it it's, well it's, it's so simple yeah. yeah but when you when i don't know if, if you're just like when you build dioramas like i do it's just an amazing display piece it gives you some height those missiles are massive well i love that gi joe was... had in my oh. head, it was like barely taller than a Joe. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I because I, I haven't I had it when I was a kid, but I I just don't remember it very well. But well, it's, I, it's one of the things I've always loved about GI Joe and those those smaller sets like that, where you were able to do the little diary because they were really they were they put those on the market so that like the poor kids could have toys when they couldn't go out and buy a whale or the GI Joe HQ or stuff like that. So these little small toys are, are, were used for that purpose. Um, because Kenner did that with Star Wars, but what they did was they wound up coming out with these dinky little vehicles that didn't actually appear in the movies. Mini rigs, and I bought yeah. one this weekend. <laughs> but like with GI Joe, you could just open up, you could open up your battlefield, and you could do the um, um, the the outpost defender, and you could do uh, the, the 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 like the Cobra shooting range. And those little things were fun because you could yeah. you could set them up and you know they add a little bit more realism to your to your play when you were a kid. Nowadays, as an adult, they look really great as yeah. a display. Set it up with the law or set it up with the what, what is it the bunker defense mm -hmm. and I, it just Check, looks Checkpoint like Alpha. this was a big place you know well, Checkpoint not big, Alpha but... got so much play when I was yeah. a kid that was one of like I would top two or three most played with G.I. Joe toys. Checkpoint Alpha was in front of the headquarters I mean that was that was the point of access for the headquarters for for all of the land-based vehicles and then I had the surveillance port and mm -hmm. the, what is it, the bunker, the little blue Cobra thing. Mm -hmm. The surveillance port and the bunker were in front of the terror drone. So, like, they were these sort of for early uh, forward stations for the big bases. And they, mm -hmm. they look like it's just cool, cool extras, enhancement. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's all we've got for our opening segment... I think it is time, you guys, 
to move on to Yo Joe June. Well, ladies and gents, the toy gods were smiling upon us this month because rather than the normal procedure of Hasbro deciding to announce a ton of stuff right after we record, they decided to have Yojo June right before we recorded. Now, I can't rightly say it was a ton of stuff, but there is a good bit to talk about. Uh, and I think overall it was a... Uh, it was a positive thing to watch. I sat down and watched it live. I think you guys were checking in as you could as it was going on. Uh, the first thing I want to hit, though, just because there's really nothing to talk about, uh, there's no retro news. They said that'll be coming later in the month. Uh, and it's because Mustache has been transferred over to another big line for Hasbro. Uh, that is Captain Cannabis and the Weed Warriors going to be a really big hit for hasbro uh, i think we're all excited to see what exactly mustache does with that line with his really creative visions uh, but, while, but while there's no news on the retro figures suddenly two of them just right. dropped at walmart without any notice well and that was that was my next point is that in in uh what what seems to be now hasbro's trademark style uh they announced that there's no news and literally that same day people found stalker and uh, cobra trooper retro figures at walmart in like kansas city or something is that right i can't remember where they are but apparently they're everywhere now because i've seen so many reports of them yeah and and they're uh it's a case of six three of each figure there are only two in this wave apparently this is uh the fourth wave uh, and they're out there and they look great. I, when I first saw the stalker, I was like, eh, I don't know if I really need that. But then I saw a side-by-side -side of him with the 25th anniversary stalker. And I was like, Oh, I definitely need that. Yeah. These are apparently both brand new molds, uh, with, with different articulation than any of the previous ones. Oh, really? Been released oh. From what I've seen. So didn't notice that. That's may interesting. Be, yeah. Maybe new tooling like they did with the Fang pilot. Uh, um, where they're actually doing a different style. I don't know if the quality of plastic's any different. Right, but, I mean, that one right. that definitely was a different toy than they've ever put out before. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Well, because if this is a different enough Cobra Trooper, I'm gonna want to troop build it like I have every other 25th style Cobra Trooper. Well, I noticed this one is kind of truly retro because it's the first one since I believe the 1982 83 originals that actually has the blue gloves. Yeah, it doesn't have the black gloves like all the um, the twenty fifth ones have. So I'm I'm really excited to see these in person. Uh, I'm going to be out on uh, Wednesday hitting all the stops, uh, hoping to find some new stuff. So there was retro news, even though they said that there wasn't. Uh, very <laughs> similar to how uh, they announced Major Blood two weeks after everybody started finding major blood. <laughs> uh, the good news is, well, the best news is that I've already got the two major bloods. I needed one for me, one for my son. That's the best news uh, through a combination of incredibly nice target employees, which my, my experience with target employees has always been very positive. Uh, but I am nice. I go in and I'm nice. And I say, Hey, if you can help me, that'd be great. If not, cool you know like i don't i'm not pushy i don't try and act like i know things i just go in and ask them for help and and 
this time around, they directed me to another store in the area. They said, they've got six of them go for it. And I went up there and they, no problem at all. They would have sold me all six. Uh, but I just took the two, which is always a problem for me. Cause I'm like, am I leaving these for other collectors or am I leaving these for scalpers? Yeah. So, but I just, question. I, I don't enjoy flipping stuff. So I just got my two. Uh, so the, the almost as good news, better news for everybody else in the world is more major blood is on the way. Uh, that was confirmed during the Yojo June panel, uh, which it's they they do these on Hasbro Pulse's YouTube channel if you don't know that and they're they're typically uh you know a little bit of corporate dullness but you have personalities like Lenny on there who's fun to watch who enjoys what he's doing so to me it's a you know 45 minutes to an hour that goes by in a pretty enjoyable manner if if you can grit your teeth through some of the corporate marketing stuff <laughs> and apparently uh, those yeah. bloods are already showing up in greater numbers because i have seen a lot of reports just this past day of people finding like six of them in one store well the best thing that i've seen is the scalpers panic dumping them yeah. on mercury and ebay like you go to mercury and you see like 20 major blood listings in a row that are clearly <laughs> all from the same person and like every if you go click on mercury one cool thing that mercury does is if you look at something it'll send you little updates like hey the price dropped on this five percent or you may get offers from the seller, like, saw you looking at this, I'll give you 10 bucks off, things like that. But anyway, and you'll see the price drop, drop. It starts at like 50 and then just keeps dropping down. Uh, so yeah, enjoy that scalpers <laughs> or, or toy arbitragers, whatever fancy little term you try and attribute to yourself so you don't feel like the garbage you are. Uh, all right. So retro news, major blood news. Now, bigger news, even, because Major Blood, I think a lot of people had a feeling might be a little bit of a turning point for the Cobra Island stuff. Uh, you know, we had no evidence to that, but I, I think people in general, just in looking at message boards and stuff, had a feeling that Major Blood might not be as horrible as some of the others. Uh, big news, we're getting reissues of the first wave of Cobra Island Baroness Beachhead uh field what is it? no not field field roadblock is the repaint this is cuz that's what we need is more of that roadblock on shelves well, yeah right i know <laughs> um and the and cobra the trooper. trooper all being reissued all headed out to target uh sometime in the summer who knows hasbro doesn't seem to know when things are shipping so they may be there now for all we know uh but they are coming back no mention of firefly or the viper although they were briefly on hasbro pulse when the yojo june pre-orders went up uh i got one in the cart sold out before i could check out because i still need a firefly and a viper for my son and and heck i still want more vipers for myself uh but i, I would imagine those will also see reissues at some point but that was officially stated more of cobra island wave one on the way i think that's great news yeah mm -hmm. uh as, as we went through this i just realized i really uh lenny is one of he's what the, one of the designers right yeah uh i just like that guy yeah yeah he loves he seems to love the product he seems very engaged he's knowledgeable about 
what he's doing. He's not picking up a figure and going, uh, yeah, so this part of it is green and, uh, oh, there's a gun over there. Like he's, he's dealt with this stuff. He's designing it. He knows the product. He has fun with the product. He gets excited about things. Uh, he was talking about how, uh, all of the figures that they showed, which we'll talk about in a second, but all the figures that they showed had the 1.5 millimeter hole in the guns for blast effects, you know, from various lines to fit in there just little things like that, that he gets excited about. I like watching that guy talk about GI Joe and that's a critical component of all of this, I think. And that's another thing too, because I saw some people that were complaining that he was, he was talking about holes for blast effects when they're not producing anything with blast effects for this line. And I'm like, you should be happy that they're embracing that. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, they could, they, they didn't have to do that at all. You know, they're they're acknowledging there's other lines out there. Maybe you want to bring those little blast effects and put them into into this one as well. Great, knock yourselves out. So, and maybe they will eventually release some right. accessories. Who's, that, who's with to that. say they're not on the way? Right. And 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 if they are, how cool of him to say, well, there are already some out there you can use with these, rather than just saying or just not even mentioning it. Like he's a toy enthusiast, and and I appreciate that. Uh, so the first figure that they showed that went up for pre-order, it's shipping in September, went up for pre-order on Amazon, which somebody, re- I saw somebody refer to Amazon. Uh, if it's Amazon exclusive, that means it's Earth exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> because traditionally Amazon exclusives, like as long as you order them the first day or so, there's not a problem. If you wait, then you may miss out. But as long as you jump on it, you're going to be fine. Uh Heavy artillery roadblock went up for pre-order on Friday at 1 p.m. Limited quantities. There's that magical set of words that I really don't like from Hasbro on Pulse. Uh, But open orders on Amazon. If you knew to look for G-I-J-C-S Milky Way. Had to know to look for old Milky Way. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But got him. No problem at all. They were up for hours that day because I looked around four or five in the afternoon and they were still there. And this is the roadblock. If I can find my picture here. It's essentially the V1, basically. Right. And and I think this is essentially what uh, people wanted from classified series in the first place. Uh, he's got the minigun. He's, he's got a pistol with a holster. He's got his helmet and he's got his traditional look, the green camo tank top, the brown pants. Uh, this is pretty much a modern version of that 1983 roadblock look. 83? 84. 84. Yep. He doesn't have, uh, he comes with a minigun, which is cool because the, f- the first roadblock came with that weird sci-fi weapon and i mega taser yeah and it wasn't that i was not into that at all um i was like he's a machine gunner he should have a machine gun at least he's got a minigun i kind of wish he had like a like a modus yeah but and i'd still like to have that but in modern times this is what roadblock is gonna have and i think it looks awesome now is that we'll go ahead and jump ahead a little bit because the last thing that they showed was breaker with the ram yes that's that same minigun <laughs> right that's what i was gonna ask it, it is the same minigun right 
I believe so. But it cleverly clips into a boxy little sidecar piece. I thought that was brilliant. I, I would, I would honestly rather this stuff be modular and cross compatible like that than them waste money tooling up a whole new piece for something that's basically this anyway. Uh, yep. And it looks great. I mean, it's the Ram. It looks absolutely awesome. Uh, the little black portion on the front is going to be translucent, which not like you need to be able to see through it, but it looks cool. It looks cool. Why not? Right. Uh, and then Breaker. Let's talk a little bit about Breaker because uh, I think uh, looking at Roadblock, let's go back to Roadblock real quick before we move on. What was your reaction when you guys saw this Roadblock? I'm very happy for the people that that's their version of Roadblock. I would be one of those people if I collected classified. Um, so I was really happy that they finally put out a G1 look for him. Um, by that same token, in the this short time that this roadblock. line has exactly <laughs> in the short time this line has existed, we have more roadblocks than snake eyes that's a little surprising well but again i'll put forth my theory that some bean counter at hasbro is aware of the fact that roadblock was played in a live action movie by the biggest actor on the planet the rock yeah, and because of that that name roadblock has more equity attached to it than any other name in gi joe even snake eyes That's my theory. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't disagree with you. No, I, I said I love I love the the design of this figure. Um, if I wind up picking up a Roadblock, this will be the one I pick up because this is definitely the look that I I prefer on Roadblock. Um, yeah, but the, I mean everything everything else about it from the you know from the mockups they had there, he's uh, just a really really nice looking figure. Yeah, I think now and. Well, you know what? We're going to answer that question. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave that aside for right now. Uh, the Ram, and I'm looking at the gun with the Ram now, and it does appear to be. Yeah, it's totally the same gun. Uh, it just doesn't have the ammunition canister or whatever uh, magazine, whatever that is, uh, which whatever, it's fine. Uh, so I think the Ram looks fantastic. You guys pretty much agree with that? 100. But yeah. let's talk about this. Probably should have been what came out as the first vehicle rather than the coil cycle. Um, But I guess it took some time. And I think it did take for a lot of people. This might still be their first vehicle. (laughs) Right. Because most people couldn't even find the Baroness. Yeah. Unless you live uh, in Canada, where apparently it's on every corner. Uh, yes, Toys R Us has stacks of them just <laughs> languishing in the aisles. Uh, thanks, Hasbro. So I think the Ram is is as perfect as it possibly could have been. But Breaker, one, really surprised we're getting Breaker. Yeah. Interesting mm-hmm. choice there. He's got his headset on the helmet. Uh, Figure-wise, he's he looks great. I mean, they have not done short sleeves for anybody yet, so I'm okay with the kind of rolled to the forearm sleeves. It works. Uh, I think his portrait is really nice. 
the only thing he's missing is some kind of backpack. Well, they mentioned that because he's going to be on the bike and because they didn't want to have a big bulky backpack, that's why they put all the equipment in his headset. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the backpack would have been a little better. But... Yeah, I think it would have been hard. Like, because that... The vest piece is so bulky. Yeah, it's more of a tactical look yeah. than, than Breaker is traditionally going to have. But, you know... He's he's also a communications guy who's rolling into the onto the battlefield. He's going to need some protection. Very true. And I just noticed his helmet has a visor on it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a little green tinted uh, visor piece. That's very cool. I didn't notice that before. Uh, this is a great set. I hope it's plentiful. I hope everybody that wants one can get one because this is. Uh, you know, we, we seem to be seeing a, a significant change in the direction of the line. And I don't want it to go too far. I don't want slavish renditions of the original Joes. But this, to me, is more along the lines of what I'm looking for. I like seeing the updates. But in retrospect, especially alongside this roadblock and this breaker and, and a couple more we're going to talk about here, uh the initial classified series figures. I still think they're awesome, but this is more what I want. Now that I'm seeing this, this is more what I want. Uh, And that's just somebody who is actively collecting this line for all the frustration it's caused in my life. I am, I am passively collecting (laughs) this line at this point. I, I got a call from a good friend yesterday who was like, uh, I'm at the store and I'm not, I'm not, I'm at Target. And I'm not really collecting them, but uh, are you interested in a Flint and a Lady J? And I said, why, yes, Mr. Brad Ladner, I would be happy to uh, <laughs> take those off of your hands. So yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll be adding those to my collection soon. Cause those are ones I definitely wanted. So in, speaking of Joe's that we want, one of the most exciting, possibly the most exciting reveal that we saw here was G.I. Joe, codename Timber. Yeah. Wow. Fully articulated wolf. Fully articulated, an extra portrait. So he's got a growling or an aggressive portrait and a, a neutral portrait. Incredible paint, incredible articulation. Size-wise, he's bigger than Timber has traditionally been seen, but is more accurate for a wolf. Just looks incredible and comes with that commando guy that <laughs> I can't remember his name. It's it's this, to me, to me, this set is Timber with Snake Eyes. It's almost like the Masters of the Universe Classics did Orko with Prince Adam, like uh-huh. packed in the bottom of the box. <laughs> This is almost the same thing, although it's not really fair to say because it's me giving short shrift to what looks like the best classified Snake Eyes figure so far. Now, I still think that there were, it, if these weren't Cobra Island, if these were just mass retail. Well, this one's not. Oh, this is mass. Yeah, this, this is, is not Cobra Island. Okay. This is mass retail. We don't, well, I mean, it's probably mass retail. We don't know yet because they have not yet put it up for pre-order. But it's not Cobra Island. I don't know if it's going to be exclusive in the way that that roadblock was. If it's like a uh, um, what? Are the, not, not direct market. What do they call fan channel? 
I don't know if it's a fan channel thing, but you'd think it would be mass market. I'm just saying, even if I wasn't into GI Joe, just being an action figure collector, if I saw that sitting on the peg, I would buy it, keep the timber and sell off the snake eyes. If I wasn't into Joe, like that timber is an amazing, amazing articulated wolf. Well, after getting Hasbro's uh, Dristo Erden figure and the cat whose name I cannot remember, Guinevere. Uh, Somebody told me it's Guinevere. (laughs) It's spelled like Guinevere, but somebody told me on the YouTube channel, which, by the way, you can find reviews of all of these magnificent toys on the Needless Things YouTube channel. uh, Somebody told me over there that it's Guinevere is the cat's name. So anyway, after seeing that awesome Guinevere, it got me really excited about the possibilities of a timber. And seeing this incredible timber has me really excited about the possibilities for Polly. (laughs) Just imagine the same people that produced this timber figure (laughs) giving us a fully articulated parrot, swappable wings, like it would have... uh, you know, folded up wings and then spread out wings, articulated little claws that, oh, the possibilities for Yeah, Polly but see, right? now, now with you saying that, no, I want giant Polly. Yes. The Christmas episode. Yes. Super <laughs> articulated so he can fly around carrying shipwreck. Yes. I want him to glide with uh, um, Naga Hide. So oh, fully yeah. articulated Clyde Warthog would be all of a, them. Give me all yeah. of it. Give me just a pack <laughs> of the animals. Just just to, to right? tease us. Give us a taste. Freedom and junkyard and order. All uh, of it. I, man. I'm curious as to what the retail is going to be on the Snake Eyes figure, because the 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 standard figures are going to twenty to twenty five. I'm guessing this is going to be forty bucks. You think that 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 wolf adds twenty bucks? Or to um. The- I, I didn't say I think forty dollars is a good price. I said I think it's going to be forty dollars. Wow. <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe a midpoint, maybe it would be a thirty dollar range. That's it's what not, I'm thinking. Not quite a vehicle, but it's it's a little bit extra. But how much did the original Snake Eyes exclusive retail for? The one that had the the weapons rack. Ooh, I don't remember. Forty, I think. I think it was forty. Uh, Maybe it will go for 40. I, I believe it was 40. And then that Fortnite Snake Eyes, I think, is also 40. Hmm. It mm. might have been 30. I'm not, whatever it was, it was preposterously overpriced. I didn't order one for me, but I got one for my son because, like I said, he's collecting these and also is big into Fortnite. Uh, but anyway, this set looks great. I think this Snake Eyes looks absolutely fantastic. It's Commando Snake Eyes, which is interesting because in the original line, timber came with ninja snake eyes but in the sunbow it's commando snake eyes that meets up with timber so this works for me i like it i think the head looks awesome it's a Uh, little squarish on top i was looking at some of the pictures and he's kind of got like a flat top head i don't know why they made that decision i like it because it almost looks sort of helmet like like he has a like a face plate type thing i really like it i think it's cool looking yeah it's it does it's not a deal breaker for me but then again i'm also not a huge snake eyes collector so i know that it makes me a pariah in the gi joe world sometimes (laughs) not at all there are a lot of people who hate all of the ninjas uh (laughs) Mm, gee i wonder who they are (laughs) (laughs) so but anyway i like this look over it just being like a balaclava i like that it it looks like it's this piece i think it's cool 
Uh, and then the he comes with his Uzi and then some kind of weird, I don't know what this other submachine gun. Well, he comes with two other, three other. Oh my gosh, this guy's loaded out. He comes yeah. with a pistol, uh, two different submachine guns, the Uzi, a knife, uh, a suppressor. This is a cool set. This is a really cool set. And I also think that they will justify the $39.99 by uh, saying, well, look at all the weapons he's got. Or maybe it'll be $34.99. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to say $34.99. But I don't think it's going to be 30 Because okay. what that wolf is more than $10. We'll, we'll start taking bets on this. We, we should. <laughs> we need to remember what our guesses were. Christian, what are you in for? Are we are we doing? I I still closest without going over. Price is right style. All right, I'm gonna say thirty four ninety (laughs) eight. Watch it be a Walmart exclusive, so yours will actually yours will be right. Uh, All right, so uh, that looks like a great set, and then we had. One other classified series reveal. Yes. Yeah. I, this yeah. is. Look, I'm not gonna. Say, he would not have been one of my picks. It wouldn't be somebody in in probably the top twenty characters I would have wanted for classified. But I am a big fan of barbecue, and this figure looks phenomenal. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, it's one is... of those cases of where. Eh barbecue when they get around to him they get around to him but then when you see the photo you're like oh my gosh i mean they just scaled up the barbecue figure that i had as a kid essentially it is it is as faithful a translation as you could really get Mm -hmm. and to go back to to my enjoyment of lenny's presentation he he got really excited talking about how barbecue basically fights with his axes (laughs) i thought that was really fun and to justify something that i have mentioned a few times i think i mentioned it here i know i've mentioned it on the main uh the needless things podcast i'm a big fan of action figures that have hoses of some kind hoses tubes whatever uh and lenny literally said the words iconic hose <laughs> during this presentation <laughs> lenny i'm with you buddy though that hose is iconic <laughs> hoses are awesome uh, so the only thing that disappointed me here is he doesn't have a removable helmet. Yeah, that's uh, I, I thought yeah. at least do an alternate head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if you did a removable helmet, then the helmet would probably end up being really big and look mm-hmm. weird. But and they gave him the they gave him the two axes this time. They he has the one that looks like the one that came with the original figure <laughs> the, that has the, the crazy studs. knuckle duster axe. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's got like brass knuckles and right. uh and the axe plate itself but he's got that second one that also mounts into his backpack which is cool too because he's actually he can store his hose he can store the the the, the axe it's great it's a it's a really well done figure and what i didn't notice until i was looking at the photos afterwards is the hose actually is like textured it's not just oh. a, a black oh. plastic hose it actually has texture to it uh, looks great. It looks fantastic. This is, again, I hope these are easier to find. I hope everybody who wants one can get one because he just looks great. He's going to look so good on the shelf because his colors are going to stand out so much amongst all the other classified figures. 
and and I really do think Hasbro should make a point going forward of having at least one more colorful character per wave. To, well, to, you know, sci-fi is listed on the page, so oh, it's a matter of time. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited, and he better be bright green and silver. I, I love sci-fi. Uh, all right, so that was all of the Classified Series announcements. Uh, overall, I thought it was really cool stuff. It was very disappointing that nothing... I, I mean, we don't know yet if Snake Eyes and Timber is a mainline mass market release or whatever, but no new just regular wave announcements. I thought that was really strange. Were you guys surprised by that? Honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect. The fact that we were getting that we got four new figures uh, listed in that, as well as a an RC vamp, which is uh, yeah, we're going to get to cool. the rest of the announcements in a second here because there uh, there were some other neat things. But yeah, but the fact that we got those four new figures announced, uh, two of them, of course, you know, ones that they've already done before, but then two brand new characters. Uh, I was pretty excited about that. And I think you also have to include. Uh, the announcement that more major blood is on the way and the reissues of the first wave of Cobra Island. Like, and they confirmed he has a robot arm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's once you have the classified major blood, it's pretty darn clear that that's what it is. But that's but, been like uh, the debate for 40 years. Does, does major blood have a robot arm or is it just like a shield, a blast shield? To me, it was always a robot arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Although I still don't understand why there's no elbow joint. That makes no sense to me. No, but the three fingers gave it away for me when I was a kid. So uh, to move on to a couple other uh, smaller announcements, Jada Toys is continuing on with the G.I. Joe license. We saw a couple of things I thought were really cool. People kind of talk poorly about those minifigures. I like them. I think they're neat. Yes, they're clogging the pegs. And yes, it's annoying that those are so plentiful while the classified figures and the retros are so hard to find. There were literally six full pegs of them when I walked into Walmart tonight. And and yes, that's <laughs> frustrating, but it doesn't make me not like them. I think they're really neat. It's, it's different new G.I. Joe product. And they showed a new box set that has 18 figures in it. I, I didn't go through, let's see if I, I can even tell in my picture what they are. So we've got uh, Duke, Storm Shadows, Snake Eyes, Ninja Snake Eyes, Cobra Commander, uh, looks like Major Blood, Destro, Scarlet, Doc, which I think is very cool. I cannot tell who these two middle ones are because the glare on it, because they didn't give us pictures of this. The guy, the goofy marketing guy just held it up. So we didn't get a really good shot of it. Uh, looks like barbecue, um, Cobra Trooper. Does that say Frosty? Oh, Dusty. Dusty is the one I can't see because I just realized <laughs> the names are on the bottom. Uh, Lady J, Flint, Firefly, a bat, which is awesome. Uh, Cobra Trooper, Zartan, and... I believe that says Serpentor, but it kind of also looks like it just says Serpents, which is not anybody's name. (laughs) Snow Uh, Serpents. It's probably, well, yeah, but it's, I (laughs) I don't think it is. I think it's Serpentor. Uh, Gosh, I really think that does just say Serpents, or maybe it says Serpento. (laughs) And whatever it is, it doesn't say Serpentor. Uh, But regardless, I think these are neat. I'll get this. I like having little stuff like this uh, just sitting around. I've always been a fan of the little metallic figures. Matter of fact, 
if you remember Action Masters, I believe they were, that did tons of licenses in maybe the late 90s. They had Alien and Predator, Batman the Animated oh, Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just painted metal figures. They're neat. These are the kinds of things, you know, Noel, you were talking about before, the kids who maybe couldn't get all the play sets and the big stuff. This mm-hmm. is the stuff you can go in and grab and like kids can have GI, any kids can have GI Joe toys. This is great stuff for the answer uncles who are like, what they like GI Joe. Okay. This is cool. And you get all these little characters. I mean, it's kind of a throwback to the original army men. I, I, I can't disparage them too much because I bought all of the combat heroes that I could possibly find when they were on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're just silly. Yeah. I, I just, I like this kind of stuff. Any anything that's a sort of a tertiary form of of what we collect, I think, is neat to see. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of that, Jada Toys is also doing. Noel, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, an RC vamp. Now, people are disappointed by this because it's not compatible with the classified series figures. It's not meant to be. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be just a cool RC toy that you buy and you play around with in the backyard. That being the case, it's probably going to max out it. I would would be surprised if it's more than 40 bucks. If they had done an interior where the doors opened up and you could put classified series figure in figures inside this interior with a steering wheel and control panels and seats and all the other things that you have to create to be inside this vehicle, it would be over a hundred dollars. Do you guys understand that there's a $500 thunder <laughs> tank coming on the way? And you think Jada toys is making a vamp scaled for classified series figures. I didn't want it to be scaled for classified. I wanted to be scaled for the, the three and three quarter or Retro style because well, buddy, I, just, I never had the the whatever the you crossfire. Go on eBay and get yourself a crossfire. <laughs> well, that's that's gonna cost you a, a mint, I, right? Yeah, there. I know, and that's another one of the things that I had when I was a kid that I'm just kicking myself. Even just the driver, which is one of the crummiest yeah. crummiest GI Joe figures ever. Well, it's one of those. It's one of those ones that I they didn't really like. I don't think Toys R Us even put it in the GI Joe aisle, so I don't even know if I ever, ever remember even seeing it in a store as a kid because i think they kept it with the rc cars i think the only reason i knew about it was because it was in one of the one of the uh like christmas catalogs or whatever like with the other well i think it had its own splash panel Mm -hmm. beside all of the other gi joe stuff because you know the christmas catalogs whether it was a sears wish book or jc penny or toys r us or whatever had those incredible like gi joe headquarters on the carefully sculpted landscape of dirt with mines and stuff and all the vehicles posed <laughs> and then i think the crossfire was in like a little splash panel off to the side is it's yeah. kind of thing and i remember being shocked that it came with an actual gi joe figure because otherwise i would not have considered it something i wanted because i wasn't really big into rc cars when i was a kid yeah and having a driver was the only thing that made it even like real gi joe to me right. when i was a kid right right all right. Well, we're not we're not here to talk about Crossfire. <laughs> we're all about getting sidetracked. What are you talking about? Yeah, we really are. Uh, <laughs> speaking of sidetrack, what do you think? No. Uh, so I think this vamp looks really cool. I think it's going to be affordable just as a cool remote controlled G.I. Joe vehicle to take out in the backyard. I'm, I'm unless it's like 80 bucks or something, I'm, which it won't be. I'm going to pick one up and have fun with it. And actually, I've got. Uh, Jada Toys did an incredible remote control 1989 Batmobile 
that is a blast to play with. Uh, it's all, all these are all like USB charge. You don't have to buy special batteries for them or anything like that. Uh, it's just a fun thing to play with, which that's what toys are. So I'm excited about this thing. I think it looks cool. It's it's cool, and I'm glad they did the Vamp Mark too. So it's got the rocket launchers on the top, even though they don't launch rockets. It still <laughs> looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, any th- any more thoughts about Yojo June? Anything else you guys expected? Anything that disappointed you? I was a little disappointed that we didn't get the retro line news. Um, but being told that we have to wait for this Walmart convention, I'm like, Walmart is having oh, right. I forgot an announcement about convention. Um, I mean, well, they did it, it last it, year. Oh, they did? Okay. Walmart had a, and, and, and look, you've got to manage your expectations here, but Walmart had an event. If you can't see my air quotes at home while you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, collectors walmart collector con or something like that where a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different lines all went up for pre-order at the same time which was very frustrating because it's scary enough trying to pre-order one figure from walmart let alone a bunch of stuff at the same time right. uh, <laughs> here's all the things we're going to screw up for you right um but yeah they did it last year and they're doing it again this year so that was you know, I'm sure that's part of the deal with Walmart for them carrying all the exclusives is Hasbro Pulse can't steal their yeah. thunder. But I, I again, I, I feel like I say this every month, but it's funny when we first started this podcast a year ago, um, you know, we thought we were going to be mainly talking about the comics, the toys, the cartoons, you know, how much G.I. Joe news would there be? And every month when we go to record it's like there's more news this month than there was last month so yo joe yeah, yeah absolutely it's, it's a, a we picked the right year to start doing this yeah. yeah you're not kidding it's a great time to be a gi joe fan and and with you know as many disappointments as there are there's so much excitement around the franchise around the toys around the brand uh and i really do still believe that hasbro is going to get it together and and we're going to have a really successful line uh coming into the 40th anniversary <laughs> as we are uh, well and i think too when we start seeing the snake eyes toys the movie toys on the shelves more too i think we'll start seeing an influx of these as well because you'll have more shelf space dedicated to gi joe mm-hmm. yeah and that's one of the things that specter creatives video talked about was there's no like there's no main gi joe product line in stores right now so you're you're getting six inches of shelf space so you know there's only so much you can keep in stock at one time yeah once once you have an actual gi joe section with the movie toys with the kids line with the role play items which are so big uh, role play is huge in the toy world right now so once you have dedicated space for those things that just naturally allows for more space down the line for cobra island the main line whatever else all right, well, let's move on. I want to get at least one segment in this month. Uh, so let's move on to America's Elite. Christian, why don't you tell us about your pick for this month's America's Elite? 
All right. Well, I figured uh, it was about time to do a lady character. So why not start off with the baddest mother of all Cobra and take a look at Baroness. So what we're going to do for America's Elite is we pick a character and take a look at Every version we can find, I guess, is the way we have to put it, because I know in the past we have skipped over. Uh, we use yojo.com still as a resource. Hopefully someday soon we'll be moving to 3djoes.com or whatever the new amalgamation website is. Uh, but for right now, Yojo serves our purposes, and we take a look at all the different versions of this character. And then if they're ones that occur to us outside of the three and three quarter inch scale, we'll mention those as well. Uh, but we will start with 1984, the original evil lady. Uh, you guys, we we all had this one when we were kids, right? Yeah. No. What? what? I never had. I never had a Baroness as a kid. Wow, that's wild. Okay, so yeah. I had Baroness. She was probably my favorite lady figure because when she first came out she actually had the long hair that she was supposed to have as opposed to the Scarlet figure and really matched up well with what Baroness was supposed to look like. Now, time-wise, though, I'm trying to think in Sunbow, when Baroness first showed up, she was in a blue uniform. Which uh, Larry Hama, I saw recently a quote when someone asked him, like, why her costume was blue initially and he made a comment about like is wolverine's hair really got blue streaks in it <laughs> because they use blue a lot to represent black in comics so it right. sounded to me like she was not intended to be blue well spider-man uh you know original costume was black and red fantastic four were originally, were originally black and white but they used the blue to represent the highlights on the black costuming mm -hmm. but then over the years people just they turned blue it happened yep uh, so what's wild though, is it's it, it, this, okay. This is either how neglected females are in the action figure world, or it's how iconic and incredible this original 1984 Baroness design was. We do not get another Baroness for 13 years. Not another single one in the, in the vintage line. Nothing until 1997 when we get the aforementioned Blue Baroness. Which was my first Baroness figure because I did buy this set at KB Toys, which is a three-pack with the Baroness, uh, Cobra Commander, and Destro. Which is a great set. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the 97 stuff uh, will, you know, at some point we'll, we'll get a little more in-depth on that. Uh, but I'm a big fan of a lot of what they did with that line. Uh, but this this one looks really cool. I like the it's it's not just blue. She's got the black boots, the black gloves, the red highlights, all the silver detailing. Uh, look looks really good. Looks like about the same portrait as the original. Uh, but I visually, love that I love that sigil on there with the the red circle with the black cobra emblem on the background. I, I think that looks fantastic on that figure. And oh, and we we overlooked or I overlooked uh, the accessories that went with the original Baroness, Baroness. She had that really cool little black backpack with the cobra on it, and that ridiculously <laughs> giant rifle that just to this day does not seem right. Well, okay, it doesn't even look like a GI Joe weapon. No, no, it looks like it's from another toy line entirely. 
Well, and I had the one because there's the one in the Cobra accessory pack they did right. that was bright red. And I was like, what is this? And I didn't realize it was supposed to be the Baroness's gun. I was like, who carries this stupid weapon around? If anything, uh, I would think that Destro's pistol would go with Baroness and this crazy rifle would go with Destro. Although I wouldn't want to give this crazy rifle to anybody now because it would snap their thumbs right off. Right, that's true. Yeah, it, it almost looks like it was an upsized. Because uh, I mean, it's it's if you looked at this in scale with the Baroness, it's a like a four foot tall weapon. Right, it's insane. <laughs> so yeah, it looks like it's it's upscaled. Like it's like like this was the test shot, and they meant for it to be about two thirds of the size <laughs> right, of this weapon. Right, right. Uh, but it is, I mean, it's a cool looking gun, but again, it just, to me, it doesn't even look like part of G.I. Joe. Uh, in 2002, we get the third version of Baroness. Wait, which... I just want to point out real quick, uh, you know, we've talked before about how Snake Eyes ended up being solid black as a cost saving measure. And I think what sets the Baroness apart from that, because her first figure minus the you know the cobra is all black but there is so much detail yeah. to her figure even for a joe figure at that time there was so much sculpting on her figure um that it she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't look cheap <laughs> <laughs> no you're right and and i was in getting recently acquiring a baroness uh because whoever I inherited all those Joes from also did not have a Baroness. But I was shocked at the detail on the original one. Uh, all of the, the plating of the armor, the actual sculpt of the sleeves, like it's mm -hmm. not just like a, a jump, like tight sleeves. There's actually sculpt, like it's material going down into her gauntlets, uh, the different layers of her insane boots. Was she got like four pairs of boots on? Like what, what did, mm -hmm. what did, uh but it's all very uh serpent themed design because it looks like scaling it it's it's amazing well and i mean that's a, it was a great mold they wound up using it several more times because this this 2002 997 and honorable mention because i still count it as baroness figure because it was just a copyright loss thing at that point 2000s chameleon, chameleon also yeah. uses that same mold and it's great, and it looks great in these other colors too. We get the blue version, we get the uh, the crimson command version that came out. I really like that one, that yeah, red. Yeah, Chameleon oh. was my stand-in for my display for a long time because I didn't have an original Baroness still until a few years back. Uh, but you know, we with this, like you said, with this original mold, this lasted almost twenty years as, as a quality, great-looking action figure. Just later on, with you know, a little more, little more painted detail. Uh, and then in 2002, <laughs> Christian, uh, tell us about this 2002 one. Spider monkey. Uh, this is, I don't know. Then we get into the, the dark years of Baroness. Like Cobra cut her uh, beauty allowance. Her carbon take. Whatever. <laughs> like we, we, she, she has this, her body is a V. Like she has these incredibly, wide <laughs> shoulders that taper into this very tiny waist like you know how bodybuilders listeners walk around and uh, they you know their arms can't touch their sides that's <laughs> what she looks like 
but that was also that new sculpt aesthetic like they all looked like that yeah the head sculpt is terrible um uh, i think too that they were using that cheaper plastic so they had to like the things like the shoulders had to be larger to accommodate and and keep the figure from falling apart well and also they uh, weren't using the rivets they were they were were plastic pegs uh there that i I think had to be bigger than the rivets were you know you you'd think that there there would be a way to do baroness with short hair like they gave her on this figure and still make her like the original baroness has that sort of um i don't know like an attractive woman quality and I'm not saying this Baroness isn't attractive, but they gave her more of a school marm, uh, 1960s librarian in a sitcom <laughs> kind of head sculpt that just, I don't think the Baroness would ever look like this. So, <laughs> wow, there's we, we've got a few years of yeah. really ugly Baroness figures here. She She hit the skids there for a while trying Those to... early 2000s were not kind no they Anastasia weren't de Cobre. It, it's it's like from 2002 through 2005 the baroness discovered golden girls reruns it was like you know what's missing from my life shoulders giant <laughs> shoulder pads in all of my armor suits because her her it's like her body is not on these figures is not in proportion with her head because they just made everything so big. It's essentially everything from the original mold Baronesses to when they started doing the 25th style, they're just skippable. All well, of those. yeah, but, but during that time, we do also have the comic pack Baroness. Uh, we get one in 2004 that comes with a Cobra trooper and Cobra Commander, she is again in her blue uniform and has removable glasses, which is wild for an O-ring style figure. I like this one a lot. Well, I like all of the comic pack figures a lot. That's the Valor versus Venom one, right? Uh, no, this, this is, is actually V6. from the comic uh, packs. This this is from yeah, the number yeah. one comic pack. Okay. So, yeah, so that one actually does reuse the mold from the original one. Yes. The original, okay. And we get a couple more reuses of that mold before we move on to the 25th anniversary. 2005, we don't even really need to talk about that. that mm. The gigantic oh, yeah. Cobra logo on version 5 and version 7 is insane. <laughs> uh, it's really just too much. And then... But what's... Uh, what, but, Ah, her, her. Yeah, I feel like they were going in the right direction with her head sculpt. Yes, on two thousand and five. I, like, I like the hair on the side. Yeah, like they're they're showing there is potential there, but then from the neck down, she's just she's garbage. Oh, and that head is it's same. Uh, that's the same figure as V five, V five, V seven, and that yeah. head is too small for the body. So, but again, yeah. that's that that's that era, and that yeah. and. It's not just you can't get too mad at the G.I. Joe toys of the time because figures in general of that era, that was a thing like that aesthetic. That's kind of what stuff looked like. So 
and we were still getting G.I. Joe figures every year. So that was something that we haven't been used to for a decade. <laughs> that was nice, too. Uh, we get another use of the comic pack version with the removable glasses. I really like this one. It's another Crimson version that was included in 2005's uh, Imperial. Let's see. What the heck is it called? Imperial Guard Pack comes with a Crimson Cobra Commander and a number of uh, Imperial Guards, which are different from Crimson Guards. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the those. I'm not a big fan of this set at all because they the have throne that comes with oh, Cobra Commander is preposterous. Yeah, they all they all have Cobra Commander's battle armor bodies with different heads. Yeah, I. Ugh. This... I don't know. Listeners, if you ever wanted an original V miniseries action figure Diana <laughs> version 8 Baroness is the way to go. Just you could take do her worse. glasses off and yeah. you've got her. Uh, but I, I like, I really like all of these recolors using the original 1984 tooling. I think these are all cool. Uh, and then we move into the future in 2007 with our 25th anniversary version of the Baroness. Uh, this one gets talked down about a lot, as as do a lot of the 25th anniversary figures now. But I like this as an update of the 1984. It doesn't hold up to 2021 standards, but I still like this figure. I think it's cool. I think it's different. I like her windswept looking hair. Uh, I, I've always thought that she looks like Natasha from... Uh... Uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle on this one for some reason. I think it's that windswept hair, which isn't yeah, the I, worst look for Baroness to have. Right. I did not buy this figure when it came out, even though I was getting the 25th anniversary line because I disliked that head sculpt and hair so much. Like, I, I would get into friendly debates with my other Joe <laughs> fans of, you know, when you look at the original version one baroness in the 80s and they could get you know soft plastic long hair done so right and in 2007 we we can't (laughs) it i it just she does not look like from the neck up she does not look like the baroness to me well i'm i'm a fan of this one i love her little holster with a little pistol in it uh I think it's a, it's for the initial 25th anniversary run. I think this is a cool figure and I dig it. It's not I my do favorite. Like, I like the design too on like the armor and like the waist piece she's got with that, um, that kind of silver, silver pattern on there. I know that um, when Pit Viper Studios was doing their Baroness uh, armor that you could purchase, you know, for wear, you know, wearable uh, armor, they kind of went with that look with that, uh, that armor piece. Now, our next use of this mold reveals some of its flaws because unlike the 1984 Baroness, this one does not look better with more color. This 2008 version 10, I love the head with the green glasses, total sunbow first appearance Baroness. Looks with the yellow belt, looks awesome, but in blue to me the weird proportions of this are much more apparent than they were all black 
Yeah, I mean, I really like the color scheme on this one, um, and I wish it was a just a better proportioned figure. She's yeah. very, she's very frail. She's very thin looking. The legs are way too skinny. She um, looks like Aeon Flux. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but again, I, at the time, if you look at the DC Classics figures that were coming out around, you know, around that time, female figures that was a problem for whatever yeah. reason that sculptors just add where. And they always ended up like bow legged because yeah. they, in the packaging they get warped by the the tray, which is ridiculous. And, and I, this I, one's I, always been a head scratcher for me because I almost feel like they molded her head to look like Sienna Miller, even though this was before Rise of Cobra came out. Because the head does kind of look a little bit like the later ones we'll see with Sienna Miller. Mm-hmm. But whatever the case, I like. The the idea behind this one is great, uh, but the, unfortunately, there's just the execution. It's it's not quite there. She she doesn't like I said. The blue really brings out the limitations of this mold. Next up, we get, and this is what I love about the 25th anniversary line is we get all of these specific sunbow versions of characters. We get scuba diving Baroness. <laughs> unfortunately, we didn't get her little weird ball submarine <laughs> uh but i love this this is great and she had her glasses on which is hilarious which is the i mean like if she didn't have the glasses on it's just a scuba right. diving yeah. woman Female character. Scuba person <laughs> yeah uh but it's awesome she comes with a little container for the the uh the element the underwater element she's got the the pis the sunbow pistol goggles i mean uh, this this is an awesome figure. Is it essential for your collection? No, it is not. But I love that Hasbro was doing stuff like this at the time. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And then next up, we get our movie update. I mean, it's this is not a movie version, but we got it because of the movie. Uh, this, for a long time, was the best Baroness figure, I think. Yeah. They fixed some of the sculpting issues from the Blue Baroness. Uh, so she actually looks like she can support her own weight. I like the hair. Uh, mine, because uh, this is the version, this was actually the first anniversary version Baroness that I bought. Um, mine has a bad paint job on the face, though. They did not put any paint on the upper lip she oh, just weird. has like this tiny little amidala rectangle <laughs> or square on her bottom lip uh but uh, otherwise um yeah it, it was a good update she came with a ton of accessories so this one was included in the 2009 Cobra box set that also had Storm Shadow, Cobra Commander, Zartan, and a Cobra Viper. Uh, and then it was reissued, the exact same figure uh, with a different stand in the 50th anniversary 50th. Mm -hmm. Baroness and Lady J set. Social Clash, it was called. <laughs> uh, and I think that was where I got this figure. I did not get that Cobra box set because I already had all of those figures and I didn't see any reason to buy this set. Now I kind of wish I had, uh, because that Zartan with the chest plate is really cool. And now I bet it's a fortune, whether you find it on yeah. Mercari or eBay. Uh, it's, it's weird to look back at things 
and wonder why the heck didn't I buy that? And I know I didn't buy it because I had those figures, but I should have just bought it anyway. That's a good note for any listeners out there who are collecting. If you see something and you're like, eh, I don't really need that, you're wrong. Just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 10, 15 years later, if you decide, you know what, I really don't need it, flip it. Uh, all right. I think I had this one. I think I got that box set at a Ross or, yeah. and, and it was yeah. like $12 and I wound up selling it on eBay some years later just for space issues and i kind of wish i hadn't because i went back and got some of the other box sets from that era because i wanted the little the little talking you know yeah, gi yeah. joe and cobra yes. symbols really that was the main draw for me um <laughs> but yeah this one is not one that i currently have my collection and, and i kind of wish I, I did have it so next up we get the actual movie figure uh with the sienna miller likeness that i think is very good uh, for for something with a head the size of a peanut, I think they did a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, removable glasses, which are the signature sunglasses from the movie. I'm a, I am a big fan. I don't like the story that they told with Baroness in the movie, but I love. I think Sienna Miller did a great job. I think her look was excellent. I don't think we could have gotten visually a better live action Baroness, and this figure captures her very well. I think. Mm-hmm. now did you guys get any of the movie stuff i didn't know you weren't really even buying at this point christian you're a 25th anniversary guy but were you a movie guy no no <laughs> my my distaste movie review the... coming soon yeah <laughs> uh, now in hindsight i will say i missed out on some good stuff being so I don't want those figures because they're associated with the movie. Now that I've been going back and looking at some of the things that came out tied into the movie, there was some really good sculpting going on. There's some good figures. So, um, yeah, but I, I did not have her. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of this figure. The only bad thing about it is that as a result of this version of Baroness, apparently every Baroness from here until the end of time will come with that grappling hook thing. That is cool. Don't I'm get me okay wrong. With that. I like the, the little platform to fly away on, but I, I just don't need a dozen of them. Uh, and then we get an alternate version of Movie Baroness that has a long coat. Uh, very cool. Not a great toy because the coat kind of interferes with posing and everything. Looks but like she's looks, a Matrix figure. Look, yeah. yeah, she does look like Trinity. Yep. Uh, well, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, yeah, I am. Or, or, looks, or looks cool. I think they or a, a death great dealer, job. one or the other. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool it, it looks like that. You know, she was sculpted to be an amazing d- display piece because the selling point is that ginormous accessory that shoots the missile. I'm sure kids ate that up because it's as big as her. I'm actually looking here, and I believe the head uh, and granted it's going to vary from sample to sample but the head on this trench coat version to me looks much better than the head on the other one it's one of those things where like i thought the head on the other one looked pretty good but now that i'm looking at this trench coat version uh it it doesn't look as good this one though it looks like the sunglasses are not removable they're not 
which is which, probably better. Right. Probably plays into this one. Look, man, now I want this figure. <laughs> I don't have this one. Darn you podcasting. Uh, all right. Moving on. Also in 2009, speaking of bow-legged, <laughs> who doesn't like swimming with bow-legged women? <laughs> and Baroness is going to be your swim partner of the year because good Lord. Well, this is the same it. figure as the 2009 B12. Uh, yes. yeah. And I think and that's looks... just an unfortunate posing. <laughs> Well, but... look at the look at the all geared up picture with her on the battle stand. She looks like Wild Bill Hickok. Wow, <laughs> which is a shame because this is a really great Daco on and this it, figure. Yeah. I, the you red think? looks the red and silver looks much better than the blue did. Yeah, see, I like I like the red and I do like the so I, I like the idea of the silver accents. I feel like this is another case though where. The silver, they've gone and they've highlighted her problem. Everything areas. that makes this figure bad. So you're just your <laughs> eyes are just drawn to. Uh, but I do think it looks better than the blue one. Oh. Maybe in person. I, I can't get get past the uh I'm not saying it looks great. Bow-legged. I'm just saying no, I know. it's better than the blue one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this, this, this is one where probably, probably seeing it on 3D Joe's might help too, because we are looking yeah, at the, the full, yeah. very small pictures you, on Yojo. I think if you if you kept the silver that was like on the collar piece and you ditched the silver boob outlines and ab outlines, you would have a an okay figure. Bottom line, I would love to see this deco on a different Baroness that we'll be talking about in a minute here. And and it's I think it's a shame that the line perhaps is not going to get as many cool color variations as it once did. Uh, all right, so in 2010 we got one that was a wild departure from uh, re, what, is it resolute? Yeah, resolute. Yeah, yes, it's resolute. Fraulein Baroness because it's definitely World War II inspired. <clears throat> yeah, this is. This is a look. This is where I love the look in the cartoon. And I loved most of the Resolute figures, but this did not translate to a figure very well. Yeah, the thing is, is, I like this figure. It just doesn't feel like a Baroness figure to me. No, Mm. this is this is rough. That hair is really big. Yeah. And I just and I don't I don't need removable sunglasses on a Baroness figure. It's just it's just a piece you're going to lose. Exactly. Yeah, you're right because she doesn't. It, there, there are other characters where removable sunglasses or glasses might make sense, but she is always wearing her eye eye gear or whatever. I guess if you wanted to have both sunglasses and regular glasses, and you could swap them out, that would be a case for removing them. But if it's just yeah. one or the other, just leave them molded on. There's no point. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this at all. I don't. I don't like this one. That's all I have to say. the the guns are too big which we've barely talked about the accessories but i mean let's face it a lot of times our accessories kind of end up in a drawer anyway unless it's a gun small enough to look reasonable uh yeah i'm just not a fan of that one at all and then 
oh wow what the heck is this one version 17 from 2013 oh i have this one i do not have this one uh this came with ravage and was i'm assuming it was a comic-con exclusive is that correct oh wait hang yeah. on is this yeah this is the one that comes with the oh yeah autobot hound Legends, and jetfire Snake Snake and Jet Eyes, Fire. autobot yes. hound and yeah yep. jetfire uh this this one is very interesting i like the look i think they've done a good job with the from the neck down proportionally she looks good nothing looks too crazy joint wise um the armored pieces look like armor and i like i can't tell is that hair or a headset going out in front of her face yeah it's got to be a headset uh sculpted on glasses very angry eyebrows yeah look at that (laughs) (laughs) uh this is a good one i like this one she's almost more animated looking but i think that's okay her while i'm not a fan of windswept hair hers is more subtle than the first 25th anniversary figure where i feel like it it it, it looks more realistic well and it's it's a little more dynamic uh in a good way like that first one is almost anime motion but caught in a single frame whereas yeah. this just looks more i don't know it's just it's it's a different way of showing hair in motion i guess i don't know it looks better i like the dark red used for the cobra symbol well and i like that it's actually sculpted on and not just painted on top of the mm-hmm. armor uh same thing with the bell buckle this this is a great figure i really like this one uh and then we've got you know not listed here we have the recent retro release which is uh, an updated version of the 50th anniversary which was an updated version of uh the 2009 one i this one the retro one it ended up on my shelf it's it is an upgrade it's one that you need it's a good standard issue baroness uh and then along the way there was the 12 inch 2009 version uh the the movie version that is very different all soft goods i think great likeness of sienna miller i've got it standing next to the destro that came out this year i think she was a san diego comic-con exclusive and he was mass market retail but they they look great together i'm a big fan of of that one and then obviously we've got the classified series baroness that came with the coil motorcycle excellent highlight of the line i wouldn't mind them shaving that shoulder pad down a little bit but other than that, she looks great. The functional holsters are fantastic. Uh, the coil is not really very G.I. Joey, but is a cool thing. Uh, and then she also came with that wild, like, robot snake accessory. Very, very good figure. Very well done figure. I look forward to a mainline release. Like, they're, they're re-releasing this one. But I would like to see a mainline release with the colors that we saw in the video game. I think that would be cool. And without the coil, because I can do without that. I I would definitely pick this up if it was just a single figure. Yes. um, Either in the current uh, color scheme or a slight variation. So I think... And then we have the the upcoming classified 
uh, movie figure, which of course is a bit of right, a departure. Right. Uh, which I'm going to need to see that one in hand before I can really like, I, I think it's, it's a cool different look. It looks like, I what like it, it looks like in the movie. I know, I know a lot of people hate it. I actually really like that figure. I do think it's a really good update of the Baroness as what she might look like in 2021. Yeah, I, I like the look, but I'm going to need to see it in hand before I can really make a decision about how much I like it. Christian, how do you feel about the, the movie look Baroness? Again, neck down. I really like her. I feel like the the Playline six inch Baroness has a much cooler hairstyle to her than the classified. So if it were me, I would take the play version and with the side swept hair and put that on this classified. I think what it's going to take for me to really dig that classified movie version is seeing the actor on screen being the character. And if she nails it, then I'll love that figure. I think that will really be the deciding thing for me. If, if she ends up being an iconic interpretation of Baroness, then I'll be like, yes, this figure is great. But if it's, if it's not so much, then I'll, I'll be less enthused about the figure. Oh, we've got a, about a month and a half to find out. That's right. We'll have to do, we'll have to do a review of the movies. Uh, come, uh, yeah, yeah come August, the August episode. Yeah, definitely. A matter. Well, we might we might have to do a special drop for that. Well, we might have to. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a, a a special episode. I may have to uh, get out to the theater for the first time in two years for that one. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. So uh, everybody, be sure and subscribe to Audible Interlude wherever you you listen to your podcasts to be sure and get that special episode. All right, guys. So now it is time where we have to pick our favorite version of baroness uh christian this was your pick so why don't you start us off yeah and it's no contest for me it is version one baroness she's iconic they the face sculpt the glasses the the soft plastic hair you know the the only flaw and it's a minor one is yeah the ginormous gun uh but otherwise she was so good. They didn't need to rethink her for 20 something years. So. So I am very much surprising myself. I have absolutely fallen in love with this 2013 version from that San Diego comic-con exclusive box set. This one is fantastic. There's so much character in that face sculpt in the hair uh, like I said, the sculpted on logos, the armor, this figure is incredible. And I hate it that I don't have it. And I hate it that it's going to cost me a ton of money to get it if I decide I have to have it. Th this is, I cannot say it would be the signature Baroness. That's going to always be the 1984. But out of what we've looked at tonight, this is my favorite Baroness figure. I love this one. I think it looks great. And I'm going to be boring, and I'm going to have to go with the 84 original. Um, I, I Three and three-quarter O-ring figures are always going to be my bag because I think that they're, even with that older technology, they look more humanly proportioned than anything in the 25th line. And 
I, I love the 97 because that's the one that, that was the first Baroness figure that I had. And I do like that color scheme, but I mean, this you can't mess with the, you know, with the original. Plus the V2 doesn't have a backpack and the V1 backpack is amazing. So going with that. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we have this episode chosen the 1984 Baroness as America's elite. All right, listeners, thank you so much for sitting down and listening to us talk about G.I. Joe once again. Remember, music is by Andy Samford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can find us at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. And uh, Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international uh, costuming club that focuses, of course, on the world of G.I. Joe and Cobra. And uh, we are starting to get back out doing some conventions now that the world is starting to open back up again. Uh, You can uh, check out The Finest booth at Joe Fest coming up here uh, in just a couple weeks in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, We'll also be appearing at other other random, no matter where you are in the country or even throughout the world, uh, we'll be, we'll be appearing soon. So check out uh, the finest on Facebook, uh, the finest cc.com for our website. And we raise a lot of money for a great charitable organization called canines for warriors pairing uh, uh, rescued dogs with veterans. And Christian, where can we find your awesome figure photography? You can find me on Instagram and Flickr uh, under Legion Cub. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting down and talking about G.I. Joe once again. As always, yo, Joe. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.